Like if you breathe wrong, you're not cooling it properly. Nope. It will change the results and change. That's too the much anxiety for me. We can't make People- yellow because Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> what? For real? I, I'm not even joking. Like <laughs> you guys are laughing. I'm being dead ass serious. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of the Rally Black Project with Chris and John. Hey. How's it going? It's going. How are you feeling? Um, okay. You okay? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not dying, but I definitely don't feel like good. Okay. And <laughs> the Kleenex. Mm-hmm. Kleenex is still here. Yeah. Um, so I have a sinus infection mm-hmm. and I've been on meds for, I don't know how many days, but like it's, it's helping, mm-hmm. but not as quickly as i had hoped right so yeah i'm here you're here <laughs> and congested yeah yeah we made <laughs> so. it through the storm we did luckily man um, it didn't that thing was fucking massive yeah yeah it was like, crazy it was supposed to come straight for us and if right. it did kind of, yeah i mean I, yeah. I would i'm i would have been really really worried about our house yeah yeah for sure um, um so yeah, yeah we pictures. didn't we didn't fare well with a tropical storm with mm-hmm. a lot of rain before right. right um just because there you know there's not a lot of places for the water to go on our street right um so yeah well especially but, when like if it's been raining for a few days prior that's what which I mean. it was yeah um yeah and it was it was first what was it, like gonna be at at most a two and it was it two, turned, three. And then it turned into like almost like almost a few like miles shy of, of a five. five. Yeah. Which and is apparently, the well, and apparently when it gets that big, like the numbers mm-hmm. don't really matter. Well, right. To a once certain it gets, extent. once it, five is the highest, whether it goes right. into potentially like a six, if you follow right. like yeah. the increments mm-hmm. or a seven, it'll stay a five because I think Dorian right. was a five, but it, in reality, according to like the right. measurements, it would have been like a six if it existed. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was definitely a lot. Seeing the cars um, in Naples, oh my god, floating, floating. Well, and we like go you there. Saw, you saw them like bobbing in the video, yeah. which I've never seen. And yeah. I working in news, seeing you know right. flooding and all that. I've never yeah. seen cars like just bobbing in the wind like that. Yeah. That was crazy. Well, and I mean, we go there. So my mom lives has a house on the west coast, right? And your aunt lives and, there, right, full time. Yes, yeah. And so we go to Naples regularly, yeah, regularly. to meet my mom in the middle, kind of. Um, and yeah, just seeing everything in Naples yeah. just literally under like feet and feet of yeah, water. A few, a few weeks ago, we were at the Collier Museums, mm-hmm. um, and that's yeah, and that was, was all in the thick like, of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I hope they. You know, I hope everybody. Yeah. You know, it was just. Right. I hope it was just property damage. Yeah. Because I mean, houses losing a I house mean, is a there's lot, been, and it's crazy. The the counts keep going up. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, yeah, there's been like twelve deaths. Right. And, Right. Um, communication yeah, my, is hard because mm-hmm. the so, cell towers well, are down. Well, we had a, a moment where mm-hmm. we couldn't get a hold of my aunt. Right. Um, my aunt lives on the, the west coast, kind of near Fort Myers. Um, and we had Just all north. heard from her before bed and then right. hadn't heard from her the morning of. Um, although she did try to call my mom, but my mom, when she answered, like right. the call didn't connect. It's almost and it's, it's like good worse. and bad, yeah, because it's like is she calling, calling for, for help, right, or, or is she just is calling, she just say, calling to okay. check in, right, right? And so then there was a couple hours there where we were, <laughs> excuse me, where we were like freaking out because yeah. it's like you know if if power and cell is down, like 
how the right. heck can you find out right. if someone's okay? Right. You fa- you um, you rewind back to before self. Man, which is I don't it's not a good time. <laughs> I don't like it. Like sure it's good right. when you're camping and you choose to. Right. But right, like right. in this situation it's, it's the worst. You, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, it could be days if not weeks in some scenarios where people man. get power back right. and it's like can't wait that long to right. make and, sure your family is okay. And like Tampa was super prepared before Myers wasn't because it was supposedly right. it was supposed to miss them. Yeah. And go to Tampa. And so then everyone it, in Tampa like, was like a day or two before was mm-hmm. like, okay, here you go. And right. then it was almost like it's almost like you Ian had to saw, choose right then. Right. Ian, <laughs> to Ian leave realized not. that the rent was higher in Tampa <laughs> than it was in Fort Myers. So he said, like, I'm just going to Fort Myers. Yeah. But it, yeah. yeah. So um thankfully yeah. you know, she's okay. I we think that she lost like her pool cage. Um, there's a pond that she's not super close to that right. was literally right, you know, behind her. Um, her street is flooded. She can't leave until the flooding mm. goes down. Um, she has a couple like roof leaks, but like all in all, she right. told me today that she, like she's, she feels very lucky. Right. Um, especially when and, you see some of the damage. Oh my God. And the video that she had sent my mom of like mm-hmm. just the, 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 the creepy sound of that yeah. wind just like literally tearing everything mm-hmm. apart. Um, and she, I mean, so she's lived in Florida for 16 years and this is the worst storm that she's ever right. been through, which, right. you know, I was telling her, I was like, I like those odds being like mm-hmm. a new Florida person. Right. Right. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah, but thankfully, contrary to popular belief, we don't get hit all that often and that hard and that hard right it's it's usually like it's it'll come for us and then it'll like this one did Mm -hmm. it'll kind of like make a last minute juke right um the worst ones are in the gulf yeah because when it moves it still hits us yeah um but yeah i'll be i'll be leaving for a few days this weekend and you know that it it it's now it's heading for South Carolina. Yeah, it's and it's, it's strengthened back it's stri- up to because, because it hit back it hit back in mm-hmm, the water at, up to a one. Yeah. So yeah. if any of our listeners are there, like we're thinking of all yes. of you because yeah. I mean a one or not like again the one time we had to leave our home was for a tropical storm. So right. like right. just because it's only mm-hmm. a one doesn't mean anything because right. the flooding the, is what well and it also it also <laughs> you know? depends on the storm because some storms are more are windier than others. Right. Some are wetter than others. And this it one, all depends. Depends on yeah how and then, like the pictures of the of um the reverse surge yeah were crazy to see mm-hmm. like docks just empty and you see yeah. the seagrass like exposed yeah we're like a mile like a half a mile mm-hmm. and you couldn't see like yeah, any water eerie. in the ocean yeah yeah, yeah. so the pictures um, are crazy all that are yeah are we're thinking of everyone in Georgia and yeah. wherever. Well, and anyone who was hit in South Florida, whoever, I yes. hope you know. Well, hope you're Florida, okay. Yeah, not even South Florida. Th- th- that's Florida. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole, the whole yeah, the state whole, got something. Everybody got a little taste yeah. of Ian. And yeah. then, like you mentioned, um, now this weekend you're you're right. I'm heading leaving. out for the aftermath. Coverage. I'm not I'm not happy about it, yeah. guys. But it, it could have been worse. I could have been leaving for the actual storm. Yeah. So I said no to that. Right. I said no to that too. <laughs> okay. Good. Because yeah. it's it's one thing. Like I'm from Colorado, so I I don't do well with hurricanes just one because they're new to me right and like they're just they're just not fun because they're so unpredictable right and it's like do you over prepare do you do are you you know it's just it takes a lot of time and energy and stress and then like 
you know, being home with now two kids and then you're off reporting in it, it's like, I'm alone and I have to be responsible and like take care of other humans. (laughs) Like, so yeah, Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's bad enough that you have to go to work and not like hunker down with me. Right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, so thankfully you're just going for the, the aftermath. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, not looking not looking forward to it because this is this is a little shout out to you but you're a really good dad and you're you're <laughs> hands on yeah. right and so when you're gone the hands are off the hands the hands are gone <laughs> and hands. i need more hands and i don't i don't um, have enough hands <laughs> so right yeah um and you know just my anxiety makes everything right. more dramatic than it really is and i usually end up getting through it fine but like my mind going up to right. it is like you know I'm going to do this or what am I going to do this? And as you know, when I was, when I went out of town, Mm -hmm. that's when Jackson decided to wake up almost every night. And, you know, that's, it's just how our luck works. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. You know, there's, there's going to be some shit that's going to go down just because that's how it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So you stay safe. I will. And you check, everything will be done. You check in as often as you can. That's going to be the hard part. And hopefully by because i leave on saturday mm-hmm. so hopefully they'll restore some cell service right. i mean your lynn was able to talk to you today yeah. which she, she wasn't was, yesterday yeah she was able to text me so, today, so things are getting better yeah i mean um yeah so we'll yeah. see i was talking to your cousin um mm-hmm. Anais, yeah and she her husband works right. for fpl for florida power and light yep. and so he often goes yeah. out for we're this very, kind of stuff we're very too. similar yeah, yeah and so i was t- like complaining that you were going to be gone for three days and this she's weekend she's she like gone. yeah he's yeah miguel's gonna be gone for like a week and yeah. i was like oh i'm like it's so yeah. it's so rough and i'm like i don't know other. how we right thankfully <laughs> we like, do it's like yeah. army wives well, i mean it, that's what i was gonna say <laughs> i was like i don't know how single moms and military moms do this right. because like i'm sitting here freaking out about three days and mm-hmm. people do this all the time 100 percent by themselves right um and she was like yeah you know we're really we're really uh fortunate because we have like great men and you mm. know i said yeah we're definitely spoiled <laughs> so uh don't be gone long if they want mm. you to stay an extra day the answer is no yeah. <laughs> it's not enough money <laughs> yeah. yeah well i don't want to stay a work week yeah. I'm, I'm only leaving because saturday and sunday shows are a lot less right and someone was like oh don't you think they're gonna add in more shows and i'm like i don't think so because no. they can't go in, they can't break into programming especially on sunday it's nfl right. so right. they're not gonna do that but yeah. anyway yeah so i'll be gone and um hey at least hey i got the show in on time you did i got it pretty stayed impressive consistent yeah with storm coverage and everything i stayed consistent yeah <laughs> And I, yeah, the kids were home two days, yeah. so I'm super behind on work. <laughs> so if you're waiting for me on anything, Ian, um, blame Ian. Uh, I'm sick and Ian. Yep. Yeah. So um, let's get our guest on the line. All right. Be right back. Hey, just wanted to remind you to check us out on Patreon where you can get Friday access to episodes, shout outs and free files, depending on your tier. And if you aren't already, follow us at The Riley Black Project on Instagram and join the group on Facebook where you can give us show ideas, critiques and meet new people from the community. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast rate review. Let us know how we're doing now. Back to the show. And we're back with our guest, Alex from Laser Everything. How's it going? Hey. Hey, super good. Thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> no, of thanks course. for coming on and spending some time with us. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Anytime. So tell me about how you got into the the laser world. What were you doing before? And then for those who may not know you, at least from my following, you're more in like the fiber side, right? 
Yeah, I mean, we definitely focus on Galvo lasers over mm-hmm. at Laser Everything, um, mostly because that's where the demand is for mm. content. You know, yeah. there's like a million people out there with YouTube channels about CO2 lasers right. and gantry lasers. So, um, but Galvo lasers, you know, at least when I started, they're getting more popular now. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of a mystery. So that's really where our focus is. But uh, I did not get into lasers doing YouTube. Uh, yeah. In fact, before before I started working with lasers, I was selling weed uh, <laughs> on, right. on a street awesome. corner in California. True story in front of this um, uh, vape shop. Yeah. So the, this there's this vape shop on the corner. It's kind of a shady part of town, uh-huh. College Ave in Santa Rosa. And um, and so I started selling weed. And then the guy who owned the vape shop was like, "Yo, you're here all the time." Yeah. Do you want like a job or yeah. something? Yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, like chill, you know, vape, like nicotine. I'm down. So, yeah. um, so I started selling vape stuff for him and a few years went by and I had a really good relationship with this guy. I was one of his first employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started selling vape stuff out of his garage and like came yeah. up. It's a whole nother story. Right. Um, but eventually he was like, you know what people really want on their vapes? Uh-huh. It's like laser engraving. <laughs> So he he started doing research into fiber lasers so that he could get a fiber laser and start marking on vape stuff to personalize it. So he ends up getting like a $50,000 30-watt laser from a company called LMT in Michigan. And I'm always impressed by people who just like go balls to the wall (laughs) with like their first. He's just one of those guys. He just like pulled money out of like like thin (laughs) air, you know, and he, he just like had it. Um but but it turns out, yeah, no one wanted their vapes engraved. <laughs> that, was not a thing. that was not a thing that people wanted huh. at wow. all. Uh, I don't think we ever sold one engraving on a vape app. Huh. So he's sitting there. He's just spent fifty grand on this machine, that and no like, one wants to. What the fuck am I gonna do with this? You know. <laughs> right. So, um, more time passes, and eventually he gets this idea that he's going to like start a laser engraving business, you know? And so he spins off of the vape business and starts a company called Sonoma laser engraving. Uh And he brought me along for the ride because I was interested in it. I'm I'm a nerd. I like tech and stuff like that. And, uh, we, we figured it out, man. He, he did it out of the back door of the building of the vape shop. So (laughs) like people, people were like coming in with like their wedding stuff to like to the back door of (laughs) the vape shop, like bringing like their (laughs) knife and cake server and shit. And, uh, yeah, um, we we figured it out. We had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, uh, we thought we thought fifty thousand dollar lasers from Michigan was like the norm. Yeah, at the time, you know, right. like right. I, I I just can't even. Yeah, so um, so we got you know eventually in like an AP laser we brought in, and then he didn't like that because he's you know uh he likes nice things mm. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he he swapped it out but for an Apple log. And lasers I, I, like one of like aren't they like fancy? I thought they were. They're, I mean, they're, they're fancy-ish. They're uh-huh. Ruida-based oh, okay, controllers, yeah. you know? So it's, I, it's like a mid-range, okay. like, resale laser. Uh, but I still think it's an, an import, you know? Oh, he okay, wanted, right. like, he wanted, like, built by American hands in, yeah. like, Kentucky. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the kind of guy that he is. Right. Um, so he, so he swapped it out for an epilogue. Oh, and, okay. uh, I, yeah, so I learned on this, like, $50,000 LMT laser and, and an epilogue, like, wow. fusion. Yeah. Pro. Um, so I worked for him for four or five years. Mm-hmm. This is a long story. I'm sorry. No, this, this <laughs> is the time. stuff that we like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. So, so I, I worked. I worked for him for four or five years. I figured out 
laser engraving in mm-hmm. general. Um, that, that was where I did the bulk of my like hard because it's it's an uphill battle when you yeah. start. You know, it's 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 not like a, oh, I'm just going to slide into this. So that's where I kind of got that done. It was well, very I advantageous mean, place to be. Even as you can see in your story, the the good thing about lasers and the bad thing about lasers is that you can do anything. And so mm. when one thing doesn't work, you can try something else. And like, I mean, you barely even touch the surface, you know, with the, the vape thing. And then now you just randomly go into like, you know, the, the wedding and <laughs> cake stuff yeah. and all that. Like it's, it's great, but it's also, it can be overwhelming when, if you don't know like exactly what you want to do in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, the, so my time at Monroe laser Engra- or Sonoma laser engraving, mm-hmm. uh, was, was, especially advantageous because he ran it like a job shop. So mm-hmm. every single person was bringing in something unique. He wasn't yeah. like buying stuff in bulk and selling it online mm. marked or, or anything like right, that. Yeah. So there weren't like products. We were literally helping like customers in Sonoma County with awesome. their projects. And that background, I feel like was really the basis for being able to start the YouTube channel at all right. because I got exposed to all everything. of this difference. Mm-hmm. Everything was a challenge every day. Yeah. We weren't trying to perfect any one thing. It was definitely like a jack of all trades approach, right. you know? Um, but yeah, so, so one day, uh, in like 2019, he just like comes into my office and he's like, Hey, I'm moving to Georgia in two weeks in the shop. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. You know, um, so that was the end of my like paid apprenticeship. If right. you call it that. Uh, so, you know, my wife and I got together and we were just like, you know, we, we've been wanting to move back to the East coast for a while. California's on fire and all of the houses are $600,000. Right. right. Um, so, so we'd been wanting to move back to the East coast for a while. So we moved. And uh, she got a shitty job, and I was like, you know, I know this business. Right. You know, I know the price points. I know the machines. I know the, like, lasers. There's stuff out there that we can, like, we can get and right. start right now. And we had moved in with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't we didn't even, like, have an apartment yet. We were just, right. like, literally showing up and, like, just kind of restarting from scratch. We yeah. had a kid. Um, so, so she gave me the green light. You know, yeah. she worked, like, a full-time and... Uh, and I spread it out around on the credit cards, you know, <laughs> right. and I, I picked up uh, um, an Omtech, just a, a really crappy, like red yeah. and black Omtech. I don't even think it was a real Omtech. It was like an eBay. It's like a knockoff Omtech. of a Omtech. It's a knockoff of a clone. Yeah. So it's like a, awesome. a knockoff of a knockoff of a knockoff <laughs> off eBay. Right. Uh, I spent like two grand on it. Way yeah. too little. Right. And, um, and, uh, and I got a fiber laser from a company called Mactron, mm-hmm. which is probably the best decision that i ever made yeah uh because it leads to a lot of good things happening to me later but mm-hmm. um you know we we opened up in my mom's garage i cleared all her shit out of the garage <laughs> we threw it in the basement yeah i hung up a big banner that i printed on vista print that's that awesome. one row laser engraving I, yeah I, like I, I copied everything from michael because michael had his shit together he was right. a good businessman yeah right. and uh so like his company name was Sonoma Laser Engraving because we uh. were in Sonoma County. So I named mine Monroe Laser Engraving. Yeah. We were in Monroe County. Nice. And, uh, you know, like his email address was what's up at SonomaLaserEngraving.com. Mine was what's up at MonroeLaserEngraving.com. <laughs> nice. I, I ganked his order forms. I ganked like, <laughs> yeah. everything, you know, everything. Right. And of course, I talked to him about it. I'm, right. I'm yeah, not you're a, like, yeah. this I was okay. like, dude, hook me up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to start my own thing. Right. You're in Georgia. He doesn't care. You right. know, he's like 2,000 miles away or whatever. So, uh, so, I had a really good kind of jump start there too, because I 
just left his and then right. like came right into mine. Right. Um, and we, we ran our shop. Well, we yeah. ran our shop for two years. Uh, it was profitable. It wasn't, you don't get rich doing a job shop stuff. <laughs> right. But we ran our own schedules, you know, and that was nice. Yeah. And uh, it was enough that we got a small office in a mm-hmm. uh, neighboring town and uh, we did business out of there. And uh, especially during COVID, I signed my lease for that shop on March 1st, 2020. Oh, man. <laughs> so did <laughs> you know about COVID yet or did it or was that uh, like soon well, after? I mean, like, so I think they like started like locking talking, stuff down. Uh, talking about it. It was, yeah. like, it was like March 15th. So like oh, we had been God. in there for like two weeks at that oh. point. Um, and, and we, you know, I, we, my wife knew better than I did. I was like, it'll yeah. probably be fine. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. She's two like, weeks. it's going to yeah, be really weeks. bad. It's only going to be two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Can you, weeks. we'll flatten the curve. <laughs> We're just going to flatten the curve. Think about that. Back to two weeks. <laughs> I hope, I hope we don't get like oh my taken God. off of this. <laughs> YouTube doesn't strike us on this one, but, uh, <laughs> right? yeah, it's like two weeks. But yeah. And I remember just that. Flatten the curve. Oh, I can make it through two weeks. Yeah, fine. Can. Two, two years later. Exactly. Exactly. And, but we made it work. We made yeah. it work, uh, especially New York in particular had like this uh, rule. I, I know it's kind of maybe similar in other places, but uh-huh. like if you had customers like in your store, you had to close. Like they shut everything down. Mm. Yeah. Like, they, they closed businesses. So I was literally like, people were emailing me and I was like, leave it on the porch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, leave it in the atrium or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and we, we stayed open during yeah. that time. And, uh, well, I mean, and, and we, we made it work. COVID for me is what literally took off my business. My mm-hmm. best selling month was still J- July of the year that COVID happened. Of 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, like it, everyone, everyone was buying online because they right. couldn't freaking go anywhere unless right. you did it underground, you know? So. <laughs> and they yeah, still look fine in those places. Mm-hmm. That's the irony of it, too, is that, like, I came from this job shop background, so I didn't know a thing about online sales. That right. was not my, you know what I mean? So yeah. we I, we did it, like, like at the shop, and yeah. we still made it work. And, like, that kind of proved to me, though, that, like, mm-hmm. you can do this. Yeah. You know, like, especially, like, you now can do this right. in today's world, you know, yeah. because right. I, I did it literally, like, through covid yeah. uh in person physically right. <laughs> right. without the internet um right. and and so you know we we like we we made it work um mm-hmm. and then uh it was slow though it was hard yeah it was very slow there's a point to this story yeah. i know it's very long <laughs> but there's a point to it um so it was very it was very slow uh and i was bored yeah <laughs> so i made a youtube video mm-hmm. you know i was like eh throw a YouTube video up. Uh, and I, I think I was like marking like Romark plastic or mm-hmm. something stupid like that. Uh, or no, we were engraving a gold bracelet with the fiber lasers, mm. a gold bracelet. Um, Listen, fiber, watching a fiber laser do anything is, is solid content because yeah. like it, I could watch them all. Day. I don't even, yeah. I don't have one. I want one. Yeah. We don't really have the space for it yet. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get one eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but to. To, I could, I could literally watch them engrave all day. Cause it's just, yeah. it's so entertaining. Like how, like how it goes, like the sound it makes all of it. I like it's solid, uh, content for sure. <laughs> I, dude, I've been watching these fiber lasers do their thing for eight years and I'm still not bored of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I still just sit there and I just want to like stare at it. Um, <laughs> right. but I threw this video up is 2020 mm-hmm. I threw this video up and then, we did business for a year 
and I came back to it and it had 75,000 views. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, ooh. I was like, <laughs> I should probably do more of those. Right. There's yeah. something you know? here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, so we, we started going hard in, uh, in 2021 and uh, it got to the point where like we didn't need to run the shop anymore. So yeah. we closed the shop and, and That's awesome. now we now we're blazer everything. So yeah. Well, that so, is I mean, fast well, forward to how many followers or subscribers do you have on YouTube oh, now? Uh twenty something seven thousand and change. That's awesome. Yeah, twenty seven thousand and change in about a year. Wow. wow. That's yeah. great. Well again, there's a huge like vacuum, you know, yeah. of like this kind of content. And especially there's a lot of people that own fiber lasers that upload YouTube videos, but mm -hmm. you guys know like producing content takes uh yeah. it's so yeah. It's so much it's it, mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into it. And depending like for us when we were doing it, you know, we weren't on YouTube until just a couple months ago with the right. the studio because to be honest, we were, I fought it for a while. What? Um going video wise and Yeah, because everything. of the extra work and stuff. Yeah. And I mean we were recording on our couch, literally yeah. in our living room yeah. on our couch. Audio only. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, it, dude, it doesn't look like it right now, but I'm in my baby's nursery. <laughs> it's like That's a split pimp down nursery. the middle. Right? So like, that is a pretty yeah. pimp nursery. <laughs> I know, yeah, dope, right? Um, but yeah, the work, for, first of all. And then on top of that, right, we have uh, the, like, I, a lot of people, I'm trying to say this nicely. I'm trying oh, to be okay. nice. It's okay. Don't um, be nice. Yeah. A lot of people think that they're personable, but they're not. Mm, yeah. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of content out there on topics we cover on Laser Everything right. where you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's painful. <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Um. So, so for those both of those reasons, there's there's a vacuum. Uh, yeah. On on that kind of content, I think a lot of laser content out there is consumed because there is no alternative. Right. Um. Right. There there isn't anything better there isn't anything with a higher production value right not all of it yeah but a lot of it mm -hmm. and uh so so we're trying to bring i think you know laser engraving laser marking laser cutting whatever mm -hmm. uh kind of up to the rest of youtube's standards right, right. yeah that's kind of our, that's kind of our goal you yeah. know because you can go out and look for an engineering channel or a makeup channel, a beauty channel, a tech right. channel. And you you see, like, you know, YouTube, when we think of YouTube channels and YouTube creators now, we think of, like, high budget, right. you know, right. high budget, like, mm -hmm. YouTube creators, right. content creators. And I don't think that really exists in the laser space outside right. of, like, diode stuff right yeah. now. So. Um, I, I feel like it's it's hard because a lot of laser. So you got lucky enough to take off on YouTube and shut down your shop, where yeah. other people still have their shops open. So it's like, where do you find managing the, time? the two? You know, yeah. it's like how do you create content? How do right. you edit it and still keep up with orders right. and and designing well, and everything like that? And it's, like us, I mean, we did it for free for. Like right. how many months before our, we I mean, were even, monetized? Even now, shout out to our Patreon, right, patrons. But even For now, sure. it's yeah. it's like it's still like right. You know, we, we did it because we liked it and we yeah. wanted to, but exactly. not because it was like you know yeah. people think that like there's a they if if you don't know a lot about like podcasting and YouTube, it it's 
it takes a while before you get paid right. for what you're doing. And yeah. it takes a lot of work and practice and, you know, all those things to, to get there. They right. think like, oh, you have a podcast, you make all this money. Right. And it's like, ah. right. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite sometimes <laughs> until you get to that certain point, you know? Even when you do get to that certain <laughs> point, the work doesn't go away. No. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we did, yeah, we did it. We did it for for free, essentially, right. while, um, you know, we were getting started. And we certainly had a more rapid climb than right. uh, maybe other channels because we were covering Galvo content, right? Mm -hmm. and there was such a vacuum for that. But, uh, you know, I was working like 80, 90 hour weeks right. To, right. to pull that off yeah. while running the shop. Um, and I, you know, I wish that I could say that that's changed at this point now that we've closed the shop, but it hasn't. Uh, it just other shifted. things have just filled yep. that time. And, uh, like we had our second baby was born in November last year. Um, and ours, I, I ours worked was born from... in July. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. Thanks. And, Likewise. um, we, we worked at the hospital. Like I had my laptop. We mm, were working right. at the hospital. Right. I was like on yep. like our, our discord, like answering questions yeah, and like totally. trying to like reach out to people on Facebook that needed help and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it never like literally never stops. You, I mean, and, uh, I took what, yeah. four days? Four days after I had him, I was yeah. in my office mm -hmm. making cake toppers and right. other shit for like friends that, you know, because I, I mean, I had him two weeks early, so I thought mm -hmm. I had time. And so yeah. now, <laughs> you know, when I had him and then I came home and I had a really rough pregnancy. And so as soon as I had him, I felt like a whole new human. So I was right. like, I was ready to go back to work because I hadn't been able to to work in the capacity that I wanted to going up to that. And yeah, I was totally on Facebook in the hospital, you know, yeah. in labor, like answering <laughs> questions and, you know, yeah. it's like you, you can't, it doesn't leave you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And you know, it's, it's twofold. You know, there's part of you that's like, if I don't, if I don't do something like my whole business is going to disintegrate this is what it tomorrow, feels like. Yeah. All the time. It always mm -hmm. feels like that, even though that's not the case. It's right. totally not true. Uh, that's just anxiety. Yep. Uh, but the other <laughs> yep. thing is like, like I hate like leaving people on red essentially yes. when it comes to like, like helping them with their it's shit. So hard for me. It's like, if, if I feel like if I don't help these people, they're fucked. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I, I just like that feels so heavy on my shoulders all <laughs> right. the time. So, um, you know, we, I like, I try to, I try to just stay as, as active as I can with that. And yeah. we have a lot of stuff that we need to manage, but, um, I'm pretty sure that's this isn't why you guys brought me on to talk about this kind of stuff. No, today, I mean it is no, actually. It's, uh, so your like, story. I mean, <laughs> our our format is less on the like technical side. I mean, sure, some of that like sneaks in, but this mm -hmm. is really to like anybody who's who's just starting out. Like, you know, you don't have to necessarily go into it. Like, sure, business plans are great, but like, you don't have to go into it knowing exactly what you're going to do. Do it and then be successful at it. Like a lot yeah. of us found lasers on accident and it's so curious like it's so interesting to hear someone's background of like how they got from point a to point b because like a lot of people may see where you're at now and think oh he's always done lasers this is exactly what he wanted to do or you know this was like his plan to have right. you know this laser empire you know whatever like it it doesn't happen that way you know no. and yeah, no. i don't know if like what um 
role your wife has, but I drug him into it. The the laser thing has been all me. And what mm-hmm. I told him about a laser and he was like, nah, that shit's expensive. I kind of did it to myself because <laughs> I wanted to start a podcast. Right. Well, and, yeah, he came to me and he was like, oh, tumblers. any laser podcast? And I was like, well, not that I know of, not in my world. And, you know, he was like, well, well let's start one. And then my, like, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. My, my wife uh, chose between participating in this nonsense or like working at you know carmax or right. I, right. my last job was uh like a uh, car insurance agency she was doing like insurance stuff yeah uh, so she picked this right <laughs> but yeah. um yeah and she's she's my wife shout out to my wife miranda uh yeah. she's the reason that we are still here today because she is like the business person i yeah. just make videos you right. know what i mean I, <laughs> yeah. I know how to turn a camera on uh yeah. I'm, otherwise i'm a big dumb rock she <laughs> Literally, like, she does, like, all the legal stuff, all mm. the business stuff, all yeah. the paperwork, all the, like, finances and things like that. Just, just that's her brain, you know? Yeah. Some people have a brain for that kind of stuff. Totally. I do not. I'm just like, whatever, you know, like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. uh, and and she's, like, sitting there, like, doing numbers and, like, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So um, she's the only reason that we still exist because <laughs> right. I definitely would have driven us into the ground at this point <laughs> right. uh, had it not been for her. Well, she, and that's she, the hard part, too, is that, like, you don't think about all those other pieces that come with it. You're just like, oh, I want to make things because they look cool or lasers are cool. I really want to try it. Or you want to create content, but you don't think about all the stuff that happens in the background in order to like make that happen. One, like you said, all the hours that you have to put in when you're not necessarily like getting paid hourly for that, like a normal job. Um, yeah, the legal stuff. When I, I remember when I set up my, um, design course and I had to like have all these like legal disclaimers on my, on my website. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even like that. It just didn't even cross my mind. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot that goes into, I mean, I have a, I have a bachelor's degree in finance and I really suck at it. So like, you know, I had to hire like an accountant because I like, I kept procrastinating and I'm like, it was either, it was not getting done. So I had to like pay someone to do it, even though technically I have this little piece of paper that says that I should be able to do it myself. So, you know, you, yeah, you don't think about all that. And so like, It's, it's, it's a lot, but like, if you can figure that out and like the stuff that you don't know, you get help either from, you know, spouses, friends, um, you know, local businesses and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I know this is, uh, kind of left, left field. I, I know that I'm supposed to be saving my tips for the, the end, but <laughs> no, if, put them out if now. you are listening to this guys, get a bookkeeper. Yes. Like, like yesterday. Do it. Uh, find somebody i i I have a local guy that i really like yeah there are like online services and stuff Mm -hmm. but like meet somebody he came to my shop he like looked at our business and how it was being run yeah and now when i like when i buy shit to this day i have the same bookkeeper i've had him since day one yeah and literally just if there's like a dollar sign on the paper anywhere Uh just email it to him i'm like bye like (laughs) i don't even i don't even touch it i don't read it i don't look at it i just i just forward it to him yeah get a bookkeeper when you're starting out and your like number your volume of transactions Mm -hmm. is low you're not buying a lot you're not selling a lot right like it's like 35 40 bucks a month yeah like, no it's really not that much even Get mine a- i think it's gone Dude. up since i started but i think i pay 175 a quarter 
yeah. and I don't have to think about any of that shit. They do all yeah. of like my, you know, my financial paperwork. They file my taxes for me. They file my quarterly like sales tax for me. Like they, she does all, all of that for me, and I don't have to think about it for a second. I just have to <laughs> send over my my statements and you know receipts and stuff, and exactly. that's it. And it's it's amazing. So yeah, Miranda asked, Miranda asked me too. She's like, "What do I do with this?" And I'm like, "I don't know what it is. Just send it to Sean." And then <laughs> yeah. his 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 wife Allison is a tax accountant, so she does our nice. tax. So it literally, Sean just hands the you know whatever. Yeah. I don't even know because I've never <laughs> right. touched it. Uh, Allison, and then my taxes magically get done, and and that's that. And right. She charges like five hundred bucks a year. You do, yeah. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. No. This like huge expensive thing. Right. Like, you can forgo a you know red lobster a month or whatever to, <laughs> right, to yeah. like to like have a bookkeeper it will it will give you so much more time and peace of mind to, yeah it, because i think a lot of people get so caught up in like i need to like be you know a business yeah but you but you like you're not making anymore you're not making right. anything you're just no. like doing business stuff mm-hmm. uh, and that is a massive waste of time if right. you're yes. creative yeah. Uh, massive waste of time. Don't waste the time on that. Go get a yeah. bookkeeper. Well, and especially I don't if you're what not we were talking like, about, but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, especially <laughs> I like if you're not, if you're not good at it. Like, I mean, so I got the degree because it applied to what my current job was at the time, but mm. not because I really wanted to go into that profession. It was just like this is a free degree. I kind of have to take them up on this opportunity, yeah. and so it wasn't something I had a passion for. I, I honestly fucking hated it, and like mm-hmm. testing and like the last few years of school oh. were so hard because well, you were pregnant. well, yeah, I was pregnant and I couldn't retain it, like because yeah. I just didn't care about the topic. I didn't care about you know what i was learning so i couldn't get it to like stay in my brain i was literally like math fucking sucks ass yes it's awful i hate it like math come on yeah and so like you know tests would be like this stressful like shove it all in there hope it stays enough so that i can just pass like literally my my chant towards the end was like c's get degrees Mm because like they do and i still got my degree and especially towards the end my my grades were not pretty but all i wanted to do was hell there was one class that i got a d in and i didn't fucking care because it technically meant i passed because it wasn't i don't think it was uh oh fuck it was like macro or microeconomics man that was one of the worst classes (laughs) in my life you know what dude congratulations (laughs) to you for fucking graduating thank you i I it took me 11 years dude i said the same shit to myself all four times I dropped out of college. I was like, yeah. I was like, D for credit, baby. And then like my it's like F's and W's like all the way down. Right. I was such a I was such a fucking screw up, dude. Like yeah. I just school was not for me. Well, uh, I wish for I realized me realized that sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, but no, but I'm saying, like, I yeah. get it. Like you it totally wasn't for you either. True. Uh, but you like still did it. I don't you know. know. I don't that, know how. Cause yeah, I, I don't really determination. I mean, yeah. I don't finish a lot of things to completion. Like I'm a, a ADD anxiety all over the place. I don't know how many unfinished projects and plans mm-hmm. and all that, that I have. So yeah. I think it was just like, I, what I did was, which is good for like business and life in general. I broke it down into one class at a time. So a little bit one time, a little bit one time. (laughs) So like I, you know, I didn't think when I started, which is a good thing. I didn't do the math because, you know, I was working full time at an office job. And so I only had time to go to school 
uh, part time. And yeah. so, and I also refused to take summer classes because summer classes were even more intense than mm-hmm. the regular classes. Like you took one summer class and it was like the equivalent to taking two or three classes because they were just so compact. And like, I just, I, I'm glad I didn't do the math because had I known that it was going to take me 11 years, I would have never right. fucking started. I would have never like even thought about it. Now it's like, okay, you know, I, I, I did it and I graduated and like crazy. I brought my husband and my, what, he was like one years old maybe at that point. Yeah. Cause we were when, when graduation? I graduated. Yeah. When yeah. I graduated. Yeah, yeah. Just over one. Cause we were already, we went back. Yeah. Cause we were already. But yeah. yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it did, it taught me that like, as long as I'm determined, no matter how long it takes, I can do pretty much anything. But it also taught me, at least for my kids, that like school doesn't necessarily like, matter like it does but it doesn't you know what i mean like you know you don't have a college degree you have your i have uh, like like a vocational certificate yeah but i have like 20 years in the business now yeah so but like hard work i don't know jack shit guys i I barely have a ged (laughs) i barely have a ged well that was the other Uh, thing is i almost didn't graduate high school i I did a like a it, basically it's the equivalent of a GED, but I did get a high school diploma, but only yeah. because I was going to be a second year senior if I like stayed in, in high school. Yeah, because yeah. I, I hated school since fourth grade. It was yeah. not for me. <laughs> school sucks. Yeah, school sucks, and uh, you know it's not. Uh, it's definitely not. You know, if you're not, if you don't love school. That's okay. Right. I, I still love learning. Right. That, that's yeah. the, and that's a key difference. You know, yeah. like true. Good point. I, 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 if you, if you want to fuck off from school and just be an idiot, right? Like that, that's not what we're right. talking. No, about. no. you know <laughs> what I mean? Not. I, I love learning. I just wanted to learn the stuff that I right. wanted to learn. Right. I, think yeah. that you know like electrical engineering is really cool yeah so why the hell am i gonna sit here in english class uh-huh. and learn about shakespeare i don't give a shit about shakespeare <laughs> right, right. Exactly. i want to play with power supplies you know what i right. mean so like that's kind and i just kind of ended yep. up like teaching myself the things that i need to know because it is the you know 21st century and right. we do have the internet yeah and you can learn about whatever the hell you want to learn yep. about yeah. so, you know like I, I grew up wanting to take shop class. Yeah. Like to work on cars. Yeah. It didn't exist. What? In my high school, there was no like shop class. Huh. And that's all like, you know, because huh. growing up, you see them. Well, I grew up in the, you know, 90s. Right. So all, all like the, the school. <laughs> 19th century. Sitcom, yeah. The, the late 19th century. No, 20th century. The late 20th. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you like that. The 19th. Yeah. Going way back. <laughs> Going way, way back. Cars <laughs> um, no, but yeah, growing up in the 90s, like you saw all, like whenever it was like a school thing. Yeah. You yeah. saw shop class. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I meant can't 1900s, wait. 1900s, to- by the way. That's yeah, 19, late 1900s. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's fucking young ass yeah. kids saying we were born in the 1900s. Well, I mean, we were 2020. Fuck. 2022. Okay. Anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to take, I was like, I can't wait to go to high school to, to take shop class didn't exist when i went to high school there was no like automotive class there yeah. was like woodwork and there was like a shop class yeah. where everyone made speaker boxes the but- the people who in high in my high school who were doing like automotive were doing those um like it, it magnet was, programs yeah it was called like pickens it was kind of like um it, it was like a vocational school yeah. but like they allowed high school students to go oh, there okay. and get like 
yeah. uh, credits yep. that were also yep. like could be like college credits or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we had a Toyota program, mm. but it wasn't like part of the school. Right. You yeah. Know, it was like it was almost like having work experience, only mm-hmm. you went to that school instead. Right. But it it wasn't like your typical like taking right. I don't know whatever elective. Yeah. In we, high school. we had that too, but it was only for the fuck ups. So mm. like you you know you, you had to like. <laughs> fuck up out of like regular school and to then get the they like school? provided that you know, to you yeah. as an option you know what's yeah. funny is that that was you were considered that because again we had the toyota like um partnership yeah. in high mm-hmm. school um and yes they were um like looked at that way but yeah. a lot of my friends that that worked that uh-huh. they have their own shops now right and like yeah. they have their they they work for like themselves essentially yeah it's like I breaking mean, the stigma of like of schooling and like those kinds of jobs you know what i mean like you just because you break your back every day doesn't make you a loser right yeah if you're breaking your back for yourself i think man like and this is gonna turn into a podcast about (laughs) school but like dude if i was given the option to just study like electronics Mm -hmm. out of right high school you know what i mean and it was like okay you are really interested in this and you're really good at it your brain is wired for this no pun intended (laughs) like i would have been doing something successful a decade earlier with my life you know what i mean and i just didn't get that i didn't get that opportunity i had to like make that opportunity for myself and while i was on that journey figuring that out because there wasn't infrastructure to get me there right uh you know i I looked like a fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I looked yep. like an idiot and a loser and like everybody's just like, why don't you have a degree? Why aren't you right. going to college? You yeah. know, uh, like all of that could have been avoided. Yeah. If I agree. Things were designed to like, you know, find what people are interested right. in and right. what their aptitude is. And, and like, then like give them a path yeah. towards that. It's like they are, but they aren't like it. Like, you know, they have those classes and like you, that's how you figured out that you kind of had like an interest or that you might be a good fit for TV. Those like tests where they kind of figure out, you know, yeah, but even that but, wasn't with but school. Then there's no, right. Well, but then there's no like follow up. Like, right. and then like, I realized in school that I, I loved the classes that let me be creative, like pottery and photography Mm -hmm. and all like when I, when I realized that I needed to (laughs) test out of school, basically I had to go through another program. Um, I honestly wanted to stay in school and just take my electives and Mm -hmm. continue to do pottery, continue to do photography because I, I loved those classes, mm-hmm. but I hated all the other bullshit, the history, English, math, algebra, all that. And I, I couldn't, I had to take like at least four or five classes and I was like, nah, I'm out. And so, you know, I tested out and then I worked at a grocery store. I mean, although, you know, I was a manager by the time I was 18 and making decent money, I thought that that was my life because I couldn't figure out, you know, it wasn't like, a thing, at least in my world, Mm -hmm. that you could make money and have a job that paid all your bills doing something creative. And so Mm -hmm. for me, it was always like, oh, you can kind of like sell that on the side or you can make a couple bucks or you can be... Always the hustle. Yeah, and so it can can be your side hustle, it can be your hobby, but it could never like be my my job, my career. Yeah. And I mean, that's how it started was doing t-shirts that I thought I was just going to do for my son and then mm-hmm. you know it it snowballed into what it is now but i i hope at least you know with us doing this we hope to then put like project that or like teach that to our kids that like 
yes, sure, you need to do good in school, graduate high school, you know, whatever. But I'm not against like online schooling, getting their GED, if they have a drive to do something else. You know, yeah. like you're not going to just right. be like a loser and right, you're not just around get out of school. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't, you don't, I don't think like they have to go to, to college and get a four year, five year degree. Like if you have a plan and you like know what you want to do or something you at least want to explore, like right. have if at we, it. <laughs> if we didn't support that as parents at this point, we would be the world's biggest hypocrites. Oh, right. totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally, you know what I mean? Well, so, I hope uh, that we're showing them that. I hope that we're, like, giving yeah. them that example that, like, yeah. you really yeah, can do yeah, whatever exactly. the fuck you want to do whatever. as long as you, mm-hmm. you know, work hard at it. And almost right. and harder. Just, like, devil's you know? advocate to, like, you, like, the, the stuff. So, I feel like, okay, you take the aptitude test in high school. Right. right. And then they're like, you would make a great <gasps> astronaut. And you're like, dope. But you don't, like, go into astronaut training. <laughs> They're like, they're like, you have like, you know, 18 more years of school left. Yeah. Maybe astronaut's a bad example, but (laughs) uh, you know, chef or whatever. Yeah. But you, you, you can't start down that path is my point. You have to continue developing being a a well-rounded person. My friend wanted to do something in psychology and she basically had to have a, a, doctor like a, she had to have right. a phd in order right. to make decent money in any kind of field in psychology if she didn't want to do you know any of the other stuff and like she couldn't even get an internship without they, they for a free unpaid internship they wanted her to have two years experience she's like how the f- right. how the fuck am i supposed to get internship yeah. if no one will take you know so yeah. yeah depending on the career you want to do like yeah you could <laughs> sure you can be a doctor but are just, you ready like, for 20 more years if you're at the age where you you have a feeling like you know what you want to do and you know what you're going to be good at, there yeah. should be a path for you to take to totally. do that instead of continuing to have to do this like well-roundedness thing. And I I think <laughs> right. it's important right. for kids to be well-rounded. And that's all like up right. through, I would like argue like middle school or even just a little bit of high school, yep. taking the normal spread of classes yeah. is important. Because totally. you don't want to be like an uncultured like weirdo. <laughs> right. you, know? you, you want to know who the first president of the United States was. Right. You should be able to name that. But yeah. but it gets to a certain point where it's like you, you're maturing, you're growing up, and you know what you want to do. And I yep. don't feel like I was given enough opportunity same. at that age to pursue those things. I felt like I was like forced down the same funnel as everybody else. Totally. Right. Uh, college you know, again, I, I feel like we... I, we probably all of us, all three of us, just talk from talking to you guys. Probably could have been more successful earlier in life oh, had totally. we been given some different options. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I mean, I think the fact that everyone and this is going back to the COVID, right? Um, COVID kind of forced everyone because you went to school, yeah. you went to do all those things, and hey, guess what? This one <laughs> right. pandemic kind of screws yeah. everything up. And right. Whatever you went to you school for, you can't do zero. anymore. Yeah. So everyone's yeah. like now like, oh, you know what? I used to be passionate at this, and yeah. now they're taking that road. Right. This is my mm-hmm. forced opportunity yeah. to so, yeah, explore if you, it. If you were able to do that younger, if, you, if, yeah. if it's something that you always thought of, because mm-hmm. also sometimes you discover it later in life. True. As well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you know early on what you're passionate about and you follow up, yeah, that's, that's the best. Yeah. I think that's what we would, um, nurture mm-hmm. here at home is, is I that. I mean, even like, now we, we watch JR and we think, 
oh, look, he really likes to do this kind of thing. Right. Let's get him into some of those like classes or let's get him right. into, you know, like nurturing it from a really young, like he's five, you know, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even trying to do it now because if. Yeah, because you never know yeah. what, it, what it's going to be. No. So right. they're into it now. One of the worst case scenario, he just really likes it. Yeah, <laughs> you and know? it's just a hobby yeah. for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So how Absolutely. did you um how did you get started into uh like the podcast world? Like when did uh, that become a thing? So I just wanted the channel to be well rounded, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if if you if you search for laser engraving podcasts, like two things come up. Right. So you know, and there's like Hopefully how many freaking podcasts on like <laughs> like murder mysteries? Oh man, yeah. you know, true or crime, like yeah. you know, like true crime pod. There's like fifty million totally. laser engraving. There's like two, and like one of them, like the last podcast upload was like a year ago so right i figured you know it it's it was more of like a pragmatic decision mm-hmm. than like a love for podcasting it's growing on me though right. I, I am i am starting to enjoy <laughs> it um but it was it was more pragmatic like this would make great clipped content for social media mm, this would yep. be you know um you know and it's an easy way to involve the community so we like yeah. bring people in from like our our uh laser master academy we just right. talk to them about like what what the hell are you doing in your garage? Yeah. You know, right. like we want those stories and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and, and then we, we, you know, we've been having some, some good guests come on too, because yeah. we have been making relationships with these uh, manufacturers and vendors and marketers and uh, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So we bring them in and we drill them a little bit, you know, yeah. but um, it's, it's good. And uh, we, we've made a lot of friends doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we've continued doing it. I think it's just yeah. because we, we are making connections and we are meeting people that we like genuinely enjoy hanging out with. And, yeah. So having them on the Laser Source podcast has become like a, a really fun part of my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's chill. I, so I have, before we get to the normal questions, I have a list of a couple. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, this was a good one. Um, explain how Discord works since most of our personal followers probably don't use it. Uh, do you remember, um, like AIM or IRC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ASL. like a, it's a, it's a, ch- <laughs> it's a chat room, um, okay. essentially. And they just, we, we actually just kind of mixed up the discords. This is a bad time for this question because <laughs> Discord. so Oops. it's a, it's a chat room and you, okay. you have little like hashtagged mm, okay. words that, and each one is a different chat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the problem with discord is that people come and they're looking for laser support. <laughs> so uh... they are all typing in these chat rooms and things just get buried. Right. You know? So mm. then like me and the staff are like trying to dig through oh, these right, never yeah. ending infinite messages, but they just added like a forum feature. So now a chat room can be like posts instead of mm. like just a never ending chat. So it's a little bit difficult, but without overcomplicating it or yeah. talking about it for an hour, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a chat room. It's, okay. it's more for, quick communication rather than like organized yeah. you know discussion i would say and then say. so you have like subscribers and stuff on there as well right no the discord is more like community oriented okay. so uh think more like um like like facebook group okay. you know kind of where where a- anybody can just kind of post and we there's 5000 members of the community but we don't like actively manage it there's mm, people okay. in there just kind of doing their own thing they're helping right. each other out there people are answering questions uh, asking questions showing what they what they're working on and stuff like that but it's very much kind of like a 
like a free for all. It's mm -hmm. not like a you know, there's a an influencer at the top and oh, then right. a bunch of people underneath <laughs> yeah. that like follow that. Yeah. It's more like just kind of like like Wild West and Okay. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. <laughs> yeah. See and I'm that that makes sense why it's not really like my thing because like the oh, that chats in the forums, I would yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You need organization. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I'm terrible at it, but I need it. But you need it. <laughs> Um, and then another one that I got from, um, Kathy, I don't know if you know her, Kathy Ray. Um, she, we call her the testing queen. She's really good at like testing and like getting settings, um, you know, down where they need to be. Mm -hmm. Um, hers was ask him about the difference between, I don't know if it's, so MOPA and oh, regular yeah. fiber lasers. Yeah. So MOPA lasers are, um, it's, it's master oscillator power something <laughs> also for people who Who's don't know since, especially since you t mentioned the acronym you know laser is an acronym too it is oh. do you know it i don't it know is, it uh, I'm light <laughs> amplification uh yes uh light yes, see, it's light amplified something emission radiation radiation emitted <laughs> radiation yeah there's an s we'll, in that one too we'll get back to you guys yeah on blind side of me it I, look it up google it but yeah Somewhere i mean we, i forget all the time like i remember the first right. time I, I heard that oh. i was like oh cool and then someone posted it the other day and there was all these people with like these shocked reacts that it was like an acronym, acronym? Right. Yeah. yeah and i I, yeah. For, I had forgotten that it was <laughs> but anyway so, back to the Mo mopa is also an acronym that mm. i don't know and yeah. uh <laughs> And uh, so it's essentially a lot to, this is a technical question. So, yes. <laughs> so most Galva lasers, big asterisk on that, most Galva mm -hmm. lasers are pulsed lasers. So when you're working with something like a CO2 or a diode, that's a continuous wave laser, which means when it's firing, it is just on until yeah. it is not, right? right? With Fiber lasers in particular, and most other Galvo lasers like UV or CO2 Galvo, they are pulsed lasers, which means for the entire duration that we look at it and see that it is on, mm. it is actually pulsing like a strobe light. Mm. Very, 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 very fast. Like right. Minimum like 10,000 times per second. Wow. Right? So we can't see it, but right. it's pulsing. And the... The frequency, how often those are pulsing is mm -hmm. something that all fiber lasers have. So you can set it to pulse 10,000 times per second, 30,000 times per second. What you cannot set is how long that pulse lasts for. Mm -hmm. So those are called Q-switched lasers, generally. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm generalizing a little bit yeah. because otherwise we would be here for, yeah. like, you know, it'd be <laughs> right, a 12 we're lose people. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, those are called Q-switched lasers, which means that when the laser does do a flash, right, because it's like a strobe light, when the laser does a flash, the amount of time that the flash is on is set in stone. Okay. Uh, so it's usually like 200 nanoseconds or 150 nanoseconds. It depends on who makes your laser source. MOPA lasers use a different technology to generate the pulses that allows you to change how long the laser is flashing on for. Mm. So you can not only now set how often we are flashing, but how long those flashes take to complete. Huh. Uh, so generally when you up the pulse width, you're getting more power because mm -hmm. it's hitting the, the material for longer. What the hell does any of that mean? Right. It, yeah. I was going to say, what are the different applications? Essentially it is a, a, 
fine control dial for your your laser power, right? Okay. So you have, uh, you know, imagine you you have zero to one hundred percent power on your fiber laser. The MOPA will now break each of those percentage points into another zero to one hundred percent. Wow! Um, so so it it really really allows you to very finely control how exactly how much energy mm-hmm. you are applying to to the material which is very important when you're looking at things like synthetics, plastics, mm. right? Uh, you're trying to do surface marking without melting a plastic. Right. You need to apply very specific amounts of energy at very specific amounts of time to do that without causing a fire or a bubbling right. purple mess or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing is, uh, and, and everybody, this is the big popular one, colors on s- steel, uh, titanium, things like that, the yeah. color marking with fiber lasers. Very popular, very difficult. That's crazy. To do. I didn't even think um, that that was like. I didn't know that that was a thing, honestly. <laughs> yeah, generally with ferrous metals, so metals containing iron, mm. uh, that's that's a possibility, and it's very attractive because you always see videos yeah. on like YouTube or social media of it being pulled off flawlessly. What they don't tell you <laughs> is that it is not just a matter of finding the perfect setting. So you're again, you need to find the perfect power within that one to one hundred percent. And then you need to find the perfect sub power on your pulse oh, no. width. Right? Yeah. Because you need to get the pulse width just right. And then you need to <laughs> still speed, get your speed max and power frequency. and min power is enough for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you got you got four, at least four different parameters you need to when you get into MOPAs. You're really right. starting to make a challenge for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and and th- those aren't even the only things that matter. It's yeah. extra difficult to get those colors because everything from the humidity, the oh, current man. humidity, yeah. the temperature of the room, the weather outside, whether or not the Buffalo Bills <laughs> won their last. Like, it's like being a sniper. Like literally <laughs> right. everything. Like if you breathe wrong. You're not cooling it properly. Oh. It will change the results and change the That's too the much anxiety for me. We can't People- make yellow because Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> What for real? I, I'm not even joking. Like <laughs> you guys are laughing. I'm being dead ass serious. <laughs> that that would do it. And people, one of the things that people come to us with all the time is like, how do I get colors on stainless? Hook me up with settings for colors on stainless. Right. Getting colors on stainless is not me sending you a file with some parameters. No. Yeah. You know, it's one. Well, is it just kind not. of like CO2, where like that your settings are really uh, machine specific? You know, yeah, in an environment specific, like, <clears throat> you know, I can give somebody the settings that I use, but one, you don't know what I'm using it on. You don't know how, how much I've tested those settings, how well, you know, my laser then transfers those settings. You know, there's mm-hmm. like, I mean, the, my friend Liz, who also does tumblers and stuff, her settings are way different than mine. So, yeah. and, but her, I mean, her tumblers look great, but I use yeah. those same settings on my, same laser and they don't look great so yeah yeah no you're totally right like what does your airflow look right mm-hmm. look like what's your air assist doing what right. kind of power supply is powering your tube how many milliamps are running through it you know like there's right. so many there's so many different Variables. like you're saying i have like a hundred watt laser right and i'm using a 1.5 inch lens that's right. a nice start but there are so many more <laughs> right. questions that yeah. are going to affect how that that turns out and like part of what we offer is like a parameter library is mm-hmm. part of like what we have. But like I put in gigantic bold le- like letters at the <laughs> yeah. top of everything all the time. Like mileage is going to vary, you know, yeah. and like we're there to help you. We're there right. to like try you. But you have to walk that last mile alone, you know. Yeah, and yeah you're, you they're not into, starting from scratch, but they have to do the finishing. Yeah. And when, when you get into Galvo lasers, it's just again, it's just infinitely more 
complex right. because we're adding frequency and the yeah. MOPA users are adding pulse width. So you're just <laughs> adding two more variables to everything all of the time. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, those ranges vary from machine to machine, laser source to laser source. It's, it's very, it's, it's a lot, you know, I don't yeah. think people, you know, that people think that there's just like a, you know, a, a, like they're putting a number into a padlock and right. if they get it right, like it unlocks and that's yeah. it's not, that is not the situation. Nope. So yeah. Um, yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> so now is a good time to ask you what, what advice would you give to a new or struggling laser owner? Well, we covered get a bookkeeper, so I hope yes. that you've already, you know, started Googling if you're listening <laughs> right. right now. I, I hope that you're looking for a bookkeeper. Uh, once you have that done, I would say, uh, you know, what did I do when I started? I, I, I went to Walmart and filled a shopping cart, marked mm. everything. Uh, even if you, even if you know what specific thing you want to be working on or you yeah. have a specific project or product that you want to sell yeah. online, whatever, literally go to Walmart fill a shopping cart with everything that you could possibly think to, uh, to, to want to mark and just like mess it all up. Yeah. Uh, you know, just fail at as many things as you possibly can as early as possible. Yeah. That you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. Uh, the second thing would be, uh, make friends in the totally. community. Totally. Huge. Uh, this we, so on my podcast, we preach about this all the time and I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. Everybody in this industry treats it, with a mentality of scarcity we are mm. all competing against each other there's only so many customers out there to yeah. buy our stuff Th that is not, not the case that's a fucking right. lie and it's yeah. fear-mongering yes. okay uh the the fact of the matter is the people that work together are successful we just yep. had two of our lma members win a uh preliminary round at the atlanta tech village so they just won a thirteen thousand dollar prize for that's their startup awesome. idea because they met on the LMA and decided to start working together and That's they joined so cool. courses and now they've got a startup business and they won that. And next year they're going to the finals where they have a chance to win a million dollars. Yeah. Shout out to Alex Campbell. Um, yeah. But like, seriously, the, you will do better in yeah. this industry working with other people. Yeah. The I mean, the reason I have everything I have is because I found the right friends. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so when I started in the beginning, I knew no one with a laser, but I met people from the groups and Heather, who is like my laser bestie. She's also my mentor. She's the reason I decided to open up an Etsy shop because it was too overwhelming for me on my own, but right. she pushed yeah. me and helped me, you know, answer the questions that were scary that I didn't feel I had answers to anywhere. And like, I mean, her and Emily are the reason like they bullied me into to doing, you know, my design course. And that's not yeah. something I would have even considered because I wouldn't have had the the confidence on my own to do it. And Emily like, definitely has a way of like momming you into doing she stuff. Does. Well, she does. She's that mom with the laser. <laughs> that's why we call her mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we literally we literally like message her like mom. Hey mom. Yeah. yeah I've got my uh, I've got my fair share of mom lectures from Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah. She um, can't but, help it. That said, and you know, Emily will attest to this. I'm sure you guys will attest to this. And I preach this all the time too on, on our shows. Um, the best way to learn is to teach. Yeah. If you want to learn how to do something, try to teach it to somebody else. Try to help people with their problems. Yes. This is not something that I just say to get people in my community to help <laughs> right. each other so I don't have to do it. I'm busy enough, guys. Okay. Yeah. I don't need excuses not to do things. <laughs> right. I've got, I've got a billion things that need to be edited. I've got a billion people I need to talk to. I'm telling you, 
from somebody who did this for eight years yeah working at a job and learned very very slowly the minute that i started learning was when i started teaching so people true. how to do stuff on yeah. youtube when i started making those videos when i started reaching out on forums and answering yeah. questions that's when i learned yeah because uh, if you and, don't know that, it, then you go looking for the answer now you've learned something right. too I yeah. mean, hell, when I, I, was, th I think teaching yeah. something challenges your own understanding oh, totally. of it because yeah. when you're trying to explain it to somebody else, yeah. what necessarily like just clicks in your head that yeah. you instantly kind of like be able to put the pieces together when you have to turn that into words yep. that another human mm -hmm. being has to yeah. understand. Yep. You, ha you need some kind of clairvoyance to totally. like, in to be able to do that. And that's a developed skill and it right. comes from teaching people. Yeah. So, um, help. Help people, yeah, and 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 you'll gain from that. You know, I mean, help people. Even just creating my course, I learned a lot about. <coughs> excuse me, I learned a lot about silhouette that I didn't know because you know I used it to how what works for me. But now mm -hmm. that I'm teaching other people how to use it, I need to make sure that I'm I'm covering as much as possible, not just solely what I use and what works for me. So I yeah. had to brush up on you know different um d like tools and menus and stuff that were in silhouette and you know mention hey i don't use this but like yep. this look at what this can do and i learned like oh i didn't even know that that was there because it just wasn't something i had exposed myself to but in making sure that you know i i was sharing as much as possible i learned stuff as well so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's definitely huge in yeah. in personal growth and <laughs> i just I, the, the reason that that's my my advice to newcomers is because it's really easy to <laughs> it's really easy to get sucked into that that like negative like yes. hateful competitive mm -hmm. especially the second you step on facebook everybody Man, who knows yeah. me that watches my channel knows i fucking hate facebook with yeah. passion because <laughs> yeah. all of the groups on there like it's just like bannings and drama and yeah. fucking people being nasty right. and like they every Here's the thing. I used to say this a lot too. I have a lot of opinions. Um, everybody still acts like fucking fiber lasers are a secret. Yeah. They think that they've uncovered some kind of super secret special sauce right. that nobody else understands and they're going to keep their settings all to themselves and they're going to have this, yes. this futuristic edge on the competition that nobody no. else is going to have. I have a wake up call for everybody who thinks that that is the case. Uh, these things are out there. They are coming. They are right. sitting in people's garages next to their drill presses yep and their and their power drills and their cricket you know vinyl uh -huh. cutters everything it, it always happens cyclically we saw it first with vinyl cutting yep. right and we saw the cricket come out now everybody's got a cricket in yep. their house that's how literally a lot of us everybody. started yeah yep literally everybody then 3d printers right the, yep. the democratization of right. technology uh -huh. uh, is what we call that and uh you know it started 3d printers were four grand Right. And now you can pick one up on, you know, Amazon for 200 bucks. Right. Okay? People are 3D printing. <laughs> yeah. Then we saw it with CO2 lasers. CO2 lasers yep. were very, very expensive. And now you can pick them up. I mean, if you go for like the K40, 400 bucks, you know, right. uh, yeah. but the diodes, the diode evolution, right? Yeah. Have we like seen this mass uh, entrance into the market on Amazon of diode yeah. lasers and people being able to mark organics? And it is coming with the fibers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's coming. Well, with things and like the evolution the of Lightburn joining fibers yeah, oh, yeah. as well. That, yeah. that was, that was huge. I know a lot of people, what held people back from, 
fibers was the software and how yep. it was so difficult for a lot of people to to manage or understand. And yep. so the addition of of Lightburn for um fibers is it's going to open it up like uh, I mean immensely. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah, absolutely and that's part of this democratization of that technology. And mm-hmm. uh that is your wake up call that yeah. you, if you still think that competing, hiding, sneaking around like no. you've got some kind of secret that that other people yeah. don't understand uh you, you are mistaken and you you will fail with that attitude yeah. so don't get sucked into it i agree come in with a cooperative attitude well, and having that community so so we have these we these lasers right and i mean so in business if you have if your laser or your business is, is um, centered around one piece of machinery, typically they tell you to have two of them because yeah. you need a backup to, to what you're currently using. But the fact is, is that, you know, it's not easy to have like a quote backup, like second laser in your home yeah. or in your business because they are expensive, even though they're more affordable, they, they're yep. still expensive. Yep. Having that community makes it so that you don't have to have a second laser in your house or your garage. You have a second laser in the friends and community that you have that help you if and when. I shouldn't say if because it's more when. It's when something's going to happen. And yep. it usually happens when you really need it not to, <laughs> at least totally. in my experience. Yep. Um, and my community has saved me in that situation every single time. And it's people who, if you think that way, would be considered competition because they're local laser owners. We all do mm-hmm. something different. and But even if we did do something the same, we wouldn't really be competing for the same customer you know what i mean so yeah yeah, you gotta i don't think i don't think i mean we have like i think we're up to eight billion people on the planet right now uh can you even fathom what that number is like do do you have any idea how big of a number eight billion is uh when you're when we're talking about human beings it Mm -hmm. is astronomically huge (laughs) right uh and there there is no shortage of customers domestically or internationally online or locally yeah if 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 you are not succeeding it is not due to a lack of customers and Very it is true. not due to competition yep don't even come at me with that because we <laughs> right. have how many goddamn starbucks you know right. are on every corner and yes. all of those starbucks stay in business they all sell the right. same exact thing okay yeah. even when they're across it, the street from each other right yeah, yeah yeah and they and they're all making money <laughs> right yeah. and yeah. they are literally selling the same exact thing <laughs> right. so there's there, there are 8 billion people. Yeah. Okay. Like, think about that. There, it is not a scarcity mindset. It is not good for your business. Yeah. Make friends. Get yep. out there. Join communities. Participate. Help teach. And in so, uh, you know, teaching, learn. And, and, and you will grow and you will right. be successful. Uh, and that would be my, my number one thing. So speaking well, of my number teaching. two thing, go get a bookkeeper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so speaking one. of teaching, where can people find you if they want to know more about <sighs> what you guys offer? Well, we have, so here's the special thing about laser everything. Uh, I don't, I don't like paywalls. I've never liked paywalls, mm-hmm. uh, ever. And so everything that we produce of value is published on our YouTube channel for free for everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can find that at youtube.com slash laser everything. Uh, we have the LMA. It's the Laser Master Academy. And despite its name, which is a bit of a misnomer, uh, we don't really teach anything on there. There's mm-hmm. a little bit better organization of the material. I right. keep things in neater piles yeah. there. Uh, but really, those people, the people that, that support Laser Everything on the LMA, are 
financially supporting all of the content we put out for free. Right. Uh, yep. Because again, I don't like so similar to like things. our Patreon. Yep. And I've tried, dude. I've tried doing it. Like I, yeah. I've made like a, a you know four hour course on photo engraving. Yeah. And then I, I like go to upload it to the LMA, and I'm like, I can't just give this to these guys. Yeah. You know, like I, I have to put it on the on the regular YouTube channel. So yeah, I stopped trying hard. to do it. So yep. we publish. I publish everything now. Yeah. And the people that are there are just kind of there voluntarily. Yep. They get behind the scenes stuff. They get bonus episodes of the podcast, bonus right. live streams here and there, but. Uh, but it's really those people like are there for altruistic yeah. reasons, which kind of warms my heart. Totally, you know? it's kind of yeah. dope. Yeah. Um, so, so we have that. Uh, if you want to sign up for that, you can go check that out. But really, it's just supporting the content we publish for everyone for free yeah. on the channel. And then our website. Uh, I, I, I like libraries and mm-hmm. I like, you know, like big giant collections of info, uh, yeah. like just data, you know. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm trying to transform the website into so we have spec sheets for download all of the easy cad softwares drivers uh you know like manuals i have like a crazy manual collection (laughs) that i'm trying to grow um you know so we we have like manuals on there links to suppliers uh you know uh, resources learning resources like uh, photonics online yeah bunch just a bunch of stuff that you can kind of like sift through Uh, we have a merch shop uh and then um you know i'm trying to think about if there's anything else relevant that i'm going to kick myself in the in the foot <laughs> kick myself in the butt for later but i don't you know i mean just go just go just go to the youtube Check channel i yeah. i i plug shit all the time on my own channel so right watch a video and you'll hear me do it but yeah. um today well this is this is recorded never mind we do last if you're listening week. to this yeah, it's already published week. Um, last week. the the uh we just toured the light object facility out oh, in right, sacramento yeah. california uh, and that was sick, and I'm publishing that today. So cool. um, yeah. that'll be up when you guys hear this podcast. Yeah, so, so that, we'll was, that out. was uploaded last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week. Last yeah. week. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, uh, I think that's it. I think that's cool. all I got. Cool. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. Thanks. That was great. Uh, yeah. Thanks for spending your time with us, Alex. And uh, no problem. As always, thank you guys for watching and listening to us. And it's been another great episode of the Rally Black Project with Crystal and John. Bye. Thanks, guys. Maybe we're all done. Ha, 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 ha.